When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, my mouth hurts. Joining me today, he is my co-host on a wonderful Unpops podcast called You Don't Even Like This Band. He's also a fantastic comedian and, when he's not behind a microphone, you can find him climbing mountains and shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Clark. Also joining me, he is also my co-host on a wonderful Unpops podcast called You Don't Even Like This Band. He also hosts some podcasts of his own. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Sell. It's gonna be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I do have a couple of guests who are my co-hosts on another Unpops podcast called You Don't Even Like This Band. Andy Sell and Travis Clark are here. Yay! Come on now. I cannot introduce you separately because my mouth, it's about at 40% after having the surgery to remove the needle from my face. Yeah, I would think I was late to the game to know about Needleface. Um, I felt <laughs> other people knew about Needleface ahead of me. I feel I like it was that's just a, true, and I don't know why that is. I just thought it was a solo project you were doing. Like you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I knew about Needleface on I think day one of Needleface. I mean, Needleface or day is two, a maybe great DJ name. You <laughs> yeah. know, like. I thought you were just making some EDM under the name Needle Face, and I didn't know it was because you had an actual needle in your face. Andy was up on Needle Face before it was from cool. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before when, anybody knew who they were, when they were still That's touring true. in vans, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. small clubs. I saw, <laughs> saw Needle Face open for Audio Slave. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. And at that moment, did you know you were seeing something special, or was it just like, oh, I'm just here? I think about by the third song I knew, I was like, oh, these guys are going to be huge, you know? I was sad that Needleface never did an album called Needle Drop. I just thought that was mm. a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I don't have a needle in my face anymore. Yay! But also, That's recovering from the surgery to remove the needle from my face has been by far the worst part of all of this. As I you can imagine... Yeah, I would say if you can avoid having surgery on your face, you should. It's yeah. not pleasant. It's not a good time, especially in your mouth. Mouth surgery sucks. Yeah, I essentially had wisdom tooth surgery, but if my wisdom tooth just like 
sprouted up inside my cheek somewhere. And turned into a metal <laughs> and was needle. Made of yeah. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad times, but I'm happy to be back recording. It might sound weird when I talk. Let me explain to people at home what's going on. I've already told Travis and Andy. One of the incisions in my mouth opened up. So now whenever I talk especially loud or say words that have like a popping sound, like anything that starts with a P or a B, this air bubble expands inside my cheek. And I mean inside my cheek. It doesn't expand between my teeth and my cheek. It's in my cheek. And it fucking hurts. And you might actually hear it happen as I talk throughout this episode. But hey, I'm not going to leave y'all without podcasts for no, two weeks. You're a... Uh... You're you're the you're in it to win it, and you know if you need us to jump in like a hype man during like a <laughs> uh, hip hop you know concert and like say words for you, let us know. We'll say the words for you. Yeah, we'll just, just write we'll, it yeah. on a write it yeah. on an index card and hold it up, and one of us will say it. You know. Yeah. This, Other than that, just play through the pain. You know. This episode. You're a champion. This episode and the trend pony episode that's coming out Friday, both were almost hosted by not me. <laughs> This this was maybe just going to be Travis and Andy. I was all ready to get up here and be like, joining us today, our favorite host, no host at all. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was. That would have uh, been funny. <laughs> I was nervous to drive the ship without you, and so uh, I'm glad you're here for several reasons. I wasn't. I was ready for the power, man. Hell yeah. So we're just kind of talking about some random news stories this week. If you can believe it, I haven't had a ton of time to uh, research new content, but there's stuff happening in the world that is worthy of being discussed, but doesn't necessarily warrant an entire episode. So we're going to talk about some of those stray news stories. Today. I would love it if all your notes were just like needles. What's up with those things? Yeah. You know, like it's just... <laughs> I'm surprised they're not because uh, that's that's been my main question about life lately. But hey, it could be worse. I could be Tiger Woods. I don't actually know how that would be worse. Tiger Woods no, that seems... Would, I think you'd be okay. I mean, yeah, you, you, you go in and out of favor with the public, but you have Tiger Woods money. Yeah. If you weren't aware of what a terrible person you were, it would be pretty blissful, I imagine. Is yeah. he a terrible person or is he just a golfer? Like, I think he's just, <laughs> isn't that just people who are that immersed in golf or just like this? He's a spoiled only child athlete. Like yeah. none of that's going to add up to good time and fun, dude. Yeah. No, and he was that's... super sheltered as a child. So I bet you Tiger Woods is just a relentless fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's like the religious homeschool kids. Yeah. But like if that was a celebrity. Yeah. If you grew up at like four being a wonderkind of golf and like you're you're busting jokes with Bob Hope, you have no frame of reference of what weird is. You know, right. like your 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 bubble of reality is so different than anybody else's. You're never going to connect on a normal level. Yeah. Yeah. And Tiger Woods is weird even for a golfer. Like that's I think. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. And on the bright side, though, he's back to playing golf. He uh, made his big return at the Genesis Invitational in Los Angeles earlier this well, month. OK, I'm uh, so glad Genesis Phil is Collins, playing. Phil yeah. Collins or Peter Gabriel. What are we talking here? <laughs> Which era? Gary Sharon, actually. <laughs> weird. 
if you recall, this is the tournament, I believe, that he was on his way to when he almost died. Remember that? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. That I just thought we got tired of him and, and, and relegated him to being not talked about as much. But he, like, super wrecked his car, right? He very near. I thought he was going to die. And it happened so close to where I lived at the time. Like, that was like five minutes from my home. And it should have been a good moment for Tiger Woods because he's back. He's back to playing golf. Hooray. Yeah, there was a lot of media attention and him talking about how I'm here to win it and all this stuff. I, I that, that entered my bubble. Yeah. So on his first day, his opening round, he's partnered with Justin Thomas, who is a younger player. When they tee off for the ninth hole, Tiger Woods hits his tee shot 323 yards, which that's a long way. That's, that's not short. That's a very good drive. Justin Thomas went second, and his tee shot went like 20 yards less. And so as the two of them are walking to the next hole, well, Justin Thomas is walking. Tiger Woods is like dragging his dead leg like Quasimodo. Oh, my God. Hole. They have golf carts. Can't they drive to these things? Oh, you really are not up on golf at all. They I'm don't not, use golf carts no. in PGA events. Oh, wow. Which has been Tiger Woods' whole thing. He's like, I can golf. I just can't walk. So I could have been playing a long time ago, but they don't allow golf carts, so he can't. Jeez. So they go walking off to hit their next shot, and as they are, Tiger Woods slips something into Justin Thomas's hand. And Justin Thomas thinks nothing of it for a second, then looks at it, throws it away. And then they start laughing and they hug and ha ha ha. What was it that Tiger Woods slid in Justin Thomas's hand? A tampon. Uh, is that he's like a, a he's is a that, fifteen year old in nineteen ninety six. Right, but yeah. is that like a is that like a golf inside joke? Like you you give a tampon to somebody? That's is that the a, thing. I feel like I need a lot more information. For one thing, why did he just have a tampon? Okay, well <laughs> there are questions here. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm wondering. Did he, did he, did he go into the women's restroom maybe, and gra- and get one out of a vending machine? Did he go and buy them? Like, was he at a Target earlier okay. that day, thinking, oh, if I shoot longer than this kid, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give him a tampon. And how do you explain that to like the Target employee? Sure, but <laughs> let's let's go with your line of thinking. Which one of those is not weird? <laughs> they're all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all weird. There's not a non-weird story to this. Or did he just like go through someone's cabinet while he was like using their restroom? It was like, oh, they have tampons. I'm going to take one for my golf tournament later. Like what? And also, it happened on the ninth hole. So oh, does so that he mean been- Justin Thomas outdrove him the first eight <laughs> holes? And Tiger Woods on hole nine is finally like, ha 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 pussy yeah it's Tiger. just everything about it is ugh. it's like going out with a magician you know they always have like shit loaded in their jacket for when they need to do shit so he's just walking around like i just gotta wait for that right moment to just you know plop out my tampon joke does and it's he, gonna be an awesome moment my question is does he just have the tampon or does he have an assortment of little props that he grabs in the morning of like oh here's oh, a condom if yeah. somebody makes this joke i can give him this if uh, somebody does this i can oh here's an electric joy buzzer here what is he a clown or is he also like mm, is this a douche nozzle moment or is this a tampon <laughs> moment 
Can't decide. Can't. I'm going to go with tampon. Tampon's classic. Uh, do I give him the tampon or the yeah. bullet that I wrote his name on? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't even think that it could be non-feminine products related. Yeah, yeah I guess he could just. It's literally his entire thing is, hey, women have periods. Ah, it's great. Yeah. As you'd expect, social media up in arms over this. And I well, mean, how do they know about it? Like, <laughs> what do you social mean? Social media knows about everything, Travis. But like, if someone hands me a tampon and I throw it away and I don't make a big deal about it, like, how do they this is know on about television. it? People oh, saw right. it. And Eyeballs. when they yeah. saw them exchange something and then this like laugh party starts, then people like went back and looked at the footage and were like, well, what was he putting in his hand? And you can see it. If you zoom in on the shot, you can see it's a fucking tampon. And it's just such a, it's such a quintessential Tiger Woods move. Like, it's just such an oblivious, again, rich, spoiled, only child, privileged fucking move. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly oblivious. That's the perfect word for it. But it does yeah. feel like this is probably something that happens or jokes like this probably happen yeah. on golf courses, but there just aren't cameras and media to capture it. it right. It's like when you hear about, you know, stories about how Michael Jordan behaved with people sometimes or how Peyton Manning behaved with people sometimes. It's like, yeah, no, these you you get in this this like bubble of entitlement and and celebrity status as a guy, especially, and it's just like you're completely disconnected from reality. You're everything in the world revolves around you. So every joke that you make, you're expecting to 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 land super well, like uh, without sounds, any kind of I don't know, whatever. It sounds amazing. It sounds <laughs> fantastic. What what a life. Yeah, yeah, that is the life. It's worth noting here that this all happened just a little over a year after Justin Thomas was involved in an incident of his own. In January 2021, so I don't know why I said just a little over a year. That's more like a little over two years. Yeah. In January 2021, he was playing at the Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii when after missing a putt, he was caught on an open mic uttering the F word under his uh, breath. They have open mics at... Uh... <laughs> I've heard I've heard the F word at lots of open mics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do it on the, yeah, the stage. Hole. You know this F word. Yeah. Oh boy, Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. people don't know that about golf. Open mic at every ninth hole. That's why Tiger Woods was doing this joke. It was yeah. He was of doing course, some prop comedy. You you work it out on the ninth hole so that by the eighteenth hole, which is yeah. a booked hole. You know, you, well, you have solid material. And you need it on the mic so that you have a clip if you need to, you, you know, if you got to submit to. Yeah, uh, when you submit to golf <laughs> to <laughs> golf festivals. Yeah, when you submit to the PGA comedy tour. <laughs> oh, man, I think the Burbank Comedy Festival runs a, a, a couple of holes. We Not, all know what the F, without saying it, we, all, we don't mean like the F swear. We didn't mean say fucking. slur. You yeah, said yeah. a slur no. that yeah. was directed at homosexuals. Yeah. And here's my question. Who was he saying that to? <laughs> was it the ball? Was it the mm. hole? Was it him? Because there was no one else around. I I think it's a Holy Trinity situation. <laughs> I think he's, I think it's him, the ball, and the hole are all the F slur. 
<laughs> maybe. They're all caught up in this, this, um, or maybe he means because the ball didn't want to go in the hole. Yeah, 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 exactly. The ball yeah. didn't want to go in the hole. The hole didn't want to receive the ball, and he didn't know how to make it happen. So they are all the F slur. Sure. It sounds like someone who, like, read curse words, and they were like, I'll just use, the, apparently you say this when you're frustrated. You're like, no, that's not, <laughs> no, it's not. That. He calls his mom that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Morning, son. Morning, F slur. No. <laughs> Justin, no. I don't know what I did wrong. Now give me some F slur pancakes. <laughs> I, I think it's really as simple as a thing as like his dad probably just called him that a lot. So uh, when he gets in that situation, that's his immediate involuntary response is just that word comes out. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. Again, when you're in the public eye, cameras and microphones exist. Like, how do you how is this news to these people? Look, Travis, heterosexual men are not well. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it also has to do, especially on the PGA Tour, like, look at someone like John Daly. Oh, God. Like, John Daly is still allowed to be a professional golfer, despite the multitude of, like, absolutely heinous things he's done. And I think golfers know there's not going to be that much fallout from this. Like, Ju this happened to Justin Thomas. I mean, that's the wrong way to put it. Justin Thomas did this. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Thomas happened to himself. And people were mad, but he won another tournament like two months later. And we've all gone on to forgetting about this. So yeah. I don't think there's going to be any fallout for Tiger Woods over this. Other Like, I think the fallout has happened. I think I what's happening right now with the three of us is essentially the <laughs> this fallout. is the most anyone's going to talk about yeah, it yeah take I that tiger woods do you think that's though do you think that's because we've all i think that younger generations and younger generations that's not us uh but like do you think it's because golf is on its way out and everybody kind of knows it and so it's just like nobody that's relevant is trying to get into golf wait golf on its way out golf like why do you think golf is on its way out it just doesn't seem like a very culturally relevant thing. Like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I know anyone who like casually watches golf. I only know a handful of people who play golf. Most people that like I interact with, it's like golf is not a thing. The way that football or basketball or baseball or any of these other sports are. Oh, like, I, I see. So if it doesn't happen to you, it's not real. Is right. that well, what you're right. saying? Yeah. All that, yeah. yeah, your golf privilege is showing right now, Andy. <laughs> I think, well, I, the thing is, I think that a big part of it is that golf is like, it's this old rich white man thing and right. it's just kind of accepted that that's, that's what it is it's for that who that's, cares that's where we disagree i think there is a portion of people on the left that think like entitled rich white men are going away and they're, <laughs> they're not, not. Yeah. like those yeah. entitled rich yeah. white men have kids who are going to grow up to be yeah. entitled rich white men and they're going to play golf too yeah so I yeah I don't think golf's going anywhere. Maybe it's not going anywhere. Maybe it's just that I, I, I like we, it's considered so irrelevant. I think by the people that would care about these things that it's just like who gives a shit? Let them have their yeah their little bigotry party. We we don't need to hear about it. I don't know. I kind of want to join a golf a country club. <laughs> I, I think they're I I, I love the country club. I, I just look, love it. The I, idea of golf really appeals to me because I've played it's, golf and it's it's very fun. Yeah, I I have played it uh, a couple times. I'm terrible at it, 
But it is one of those things where it's like, oh, you're just walking around outside, putting in minimal physical effort, uh, you're drinking beverages and talking to people on a nice uh, day. That sounds great. I want to join a country club in the Southern way that I grew up, which was you don't play golf at all. You just go there. And then when you order food and you sign your name and then you walk away, like that's what I want. I just want a place to go hang out that I don't have to have money at. It sounds great. Yeah. That's an open mic, Travis. No, it's not. It's no, definitely it's not. not. No. Yeah, absolutely not. All right. How about this next story? I don't know who Ray Buffer is. I don't either. And I looked him up and I still don't know who yeah, he is. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's uh, whatever. Uh, same. <laughs> he's an actor with more than 100 credits to his name. So he, he works. But you, yeah, you look him up and it's like most of his roles, you're like, oh, you're a day player or you're a featured extra. It's like the guys that like are registered with Central Casting and like three other right. LA casting agencies that just do like the cattle. But he's like, obviously oh, so, working. Oh, so he's not a real actor. Is he's that what not- you're saying? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going out on these audition like Andy. I, I, I feel like in late. Uh, his more recent things, he has. It seems like he's gotten more like featured roles, and like he's doing some more like. Uh, oh, you mean like his police footage? Yeah, yeah. he's very <laughs> featured on that. I've only been on one audition, and it's because a comedian friend of mine recommended me for it, and uh, she was like producing the show too. And the day before the audition, I found out I'd be playing someone who was in a sexual relationship with their cousin. So I just like bombed the audition on purpose. Like I'm not for one of those true crime shows. It was for a lifetime show. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Auditions are the open mic of the comedy world. Like it's, I mean, of the acting world. It's just you go in and you're given basically a loose premise. And I, when I would audition a lot, I would the breakdown for the characters were were just often like, this is how you think of me, like man who looks like he'd have sex with a ferret. And I'm like, that's what you think of me? Yeah, that was kind of my thought. That's what you're sending me out for? Yeah. That that was kind of my thought. She reached out and was like, hey, I got this character you'd be great for. And it's like, you think I'd be great for someone who fucks their cousin? (laughs) Thanks. So, Ray Buffer. The fact that he's gotten all these acting roles, including on ER, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Into the Wild Frontier. We all know Into the Wild Frontier, right? Oh, I'm a I'm a big uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a big IWF fan. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, it makes it all the more curious that this guy absolutely cannot stop shoplifting comic books from comic book stores Why? on video. Well, you need tape. You know, he's trying to update his reel. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for his reel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all part of a self tape he's doing for uh, where he plays a shoplifter. <laughs> That was Winona Ryder's excuse when she got busted you know, for shoplifting. She said she was doing it for a role. So I feel like we should go easier on Winona Ryder than we go on Ray Buffer. But yeah, well, she's definitely a lot more attractive. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things about Winona Ryder that I like way more than. Also, when Ray she's Buffer. stealing, she's not stealing comic books. The most recent incident that's come to light happened in October 2022 when a shop in San Diego called Southern California Comics, very clever, claimed the actor stole around $600 worth of comics and they gave the police video surveillance footage to back it up like a bunch of fucking snitches. So if he's stealing $600 worth of comics, that's either like 
just two comics or maybe one. Yeah, one. I'm going to be honest. Or, it looked like one. Or a stack. But like usually those really expensive ones, they are behind like a display of some sort or in Have a you case. seen Ray Buffer? He is a juggernaut looking <laughs> dude. I feel like <laughs> he's he just... <laughs> He's smashing and smashing through a case. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a comic book character. Yeah, he does. He, he looks like one of those guys that's like he plays he plays heavies a lot. He plays like henchmen and stuff. Yeah, like my, so like he's, a, I a, bet. guy Tate. So he's that. doing research. He's like, I might be playing this guy in a movie. I need to steal this comic so I know what his backstory <laughs> is. Yeah. So he eventually pled guilty to that <laughs> offense in January. At which point it was revealed that another shop, Metropolis Comics in L.A., came forward and said they also had footage of Buffer trying to steal comics. Gosh. But in that case, he was caught and forced to leave the store. After reviewing the video, as someone who engaged in some light shoplifting for profit in high school, I can tell you exactly what he did wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is the inside the criminal mind. Let's yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because I did. I, for about what a, was he thinking? For about a six-month span in high school, I ran this operation where I would just go to the mall and steal CDs. Nice. Uh, and yeah. sell them at school. And it got to the point where it was so easy. I would, like, ask people what they want. Like, I would take <laughs> orders. And, like, you need a diggable planet CD? Coming right up. Not going to be hard to steal. No one's looking for it. Hey. <laughs> at the time, they were. What he did wrong, at least in the video where he gets caught and gets thrown out by the woman, is he did the tuck maneuver where you, you know, you finally go put it, put the, the book in your pants. Yeah. Ugh. With his back turned to the person working there. It seems counterintuitive, but what you want to do, turn around, look at that person be looking at them when you put the comic book in your pants because then you'll know they aren't looking at you. You wait for them to get distracted or look away for any reason and then boom, back. I never got so caught shoplifting. You you nice. make eye contact and then when they look away, that's when you do it or you're staring at them the whole time. What you want to do is just say make make sure they're looking deep into your eyes. Well, no, you want to make and then sure you, you hypnotize have, them. No, you want I to make know. sure you have eyes on them. So yeah, you I, know see, where they're I know if if the phone rings and they answer it or if they go to look at their register screen or something. Yeah. So if I go up there and I, I make direct eye contact with the cashier person and I go, I am not stealing this. And I put it in my pants and then walk out. I've done it right. That I should th work. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But also don't steal. I mean, not uh, comic, if, not comic if, books. Anyway. What if it turns out he's he's stealing comics of a character that he's auditioning for? It's not about the role of a shoplifter. He just doesn't understand how method works. That is possible. All right. Should we talk about this next story? Absolutely. Let's talk about Don Lemon. I am familiar, <laughs> but not super familiar. Oh, with man. He's a CNN personality. He's like one of their biggest... God, he's terrible. He's just fucking terrible. And yeah, I just don't like him. He's a bad person. Like, <laughs> I don't like the way he delivers the news. Like, he's really condescending. Yeah, he's always feels like he's talking down to you whenever I've watched. He, he's he's like centrist Ben Shapiro. Kinda, yeah. Like he's got that same thing about him where it's like, oh, you just. You just, nobody liked you growing up and you didn't have any friends and this is what it turned you into. One of the 
other recent things besides what we're actually going to talk about that bothered me about Don Lemon. Like a month ago, maybe, Stephen Colbert made fun <laughs> of Don Lemon for wearing a hoodie when he was doing the news. And instead of just rolling with it like the fun time chill guy Don Lemon pretends to be, <laughs> he got very, very hurt over it and like delivered this like really emotional and like solemn monologue about it on his show the next day and it's like will you fucking relax also who <laughs> still watches cold bear yeah yeah that's the thing i think that's the telling part because it's like and no one under 60 watches colbert so why do you care about this what was he defending the right to wear a hoodie while doing the news like what was his Oh, he said it wasn't a hoodie. It was a sweater with a hood. And it's like, that's, that's a hoodie. Worse, oh, Don motherfucker. Lemon. You. Mm. The second something has a hood, it is a hoodie. Yeah, now, yeah. whether you want to call that a sweater or a kick it or a pullover or whatever, still got a hood. It's a hoodie. I'm sorry. It's not a hood. It's a hooded sweat jacket. Yeah. This is Are a you hood. saying, I'm sorry. Is he saying that a sweatshirt isn't a real <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was essentially saying this is made out of too fine of a material to be called a hoodie. Oh, you know, this hoodie paid its dues in the CNN newsroom, you know, researching, and it earned the right to be on camera. <laughs> so the latest incident, though, the, the Colbert thing happened a while ago. The latest incident, I assume a lot of people have heard about this. It involves recent Republican presidential candidate and all-around trash person, Nikki Haley. Oh, golly. And her suggestion that people of a certain age should have to complete a competency test before they can become president. I don't disagree with that. That's the thing. I don't know what discussion we should get into first, but let's go with the Nikki Haley thing. I absolutely don't disagree. I get that Nikki Haley sucks. I get that Donald Trump sucks. But I would even go a step further and embrace what Donald Trump said in the aftermath of Nikki Haley saying this, which is that all presidential candidates should have to undergo a competency test of some sort. I don't give a fuck if it's not in the Constitution. Put it there. Yeah, that's my thing is that like... The problem, the one problem I have is there's an age cap on it or (laughs) an age floor on it. It's like, no, regardless of age, I would like them all to have to take a competency test. And this, again, reminds me of a thing I talk about all the time where the real enemy of progress in this country is the partisan divide in that when one side suggests something, the other side's immediately their knee-jerk reaction is going to be, nope, I don't want to do that. And it doesn't matter if it's a thing we need as a country. The example I always bring up is nationalized free broadband internet for anyone to access, owned and run by the government, sure. So many administrations have floated that idea. And whenever they do, Obama suggested it first. Republicans were like, no, no, we're not going to let Obama Obama set up national internet and Democrats were like, okay, but we need it. But then Trump came into office and was like, Hey, how about like national 5g internet? And then it was the left who was like, no, no. And it's like, someone's got to do it. Like we fucking need it. 
in this whole, oh, well, if the other side said it, it's bad, that is keeping us from getting shit we need. My only thing is I don't know if I would categorize it as a right and left phenomenon. I would categorize it as a Democrat and Republican phenomenon because it's not... It's, I don't think it's really the left that is against these things. It's Democrats. It's centrists. It's people that are actually right-leaning but claim to be liberal. Uh, I bet that's not true. I bet I, you, if you went back to the point where Trump floated the idea of a government-run 5G internet, I guarantee you there are people on the left who were vehemently opposed to that solely because it was Trump. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to look into that. But I, I also will say that I can't remember that particular instance, but I definitely remember several moments where people on the left, leftists, were like, yeah, Donald Trump is a fascist, but this is a good idea. Like, or this is a thing that, you know, they he would, yeah. call, he would get called out as like outflanking the Democrats on the left a lot Look, by leftists. They're going to be spying on our Internet anyway. Why yeah. not just be <laughs> well, provided? That's the, that, yeah. that's the thing is that there yeah. is a distrust if you give uh, you're right about stuff, probably like the Internet or anything that has like military or surveillance implications, because that is a, a thing where the left is like, oh, a far right wing government wants this control. Yeah, we're probably going to be against that. Um, In the case of this, what makes it so laughable to me, there's a word I can barely say because of my cheek. Laughable. Laughable, Laughable. everybody. Laughable. Laughable. Yeah, just cut one of us saying that into you. Is, well, then what about Ronald Reagan? (laughs) Like, if you're on the left thinking, no, it's a age shouldn't matter. Presidents shouldn't have to undergo a competency test. Reagan's own son says Reagan had Alzheimer's when he was in office. Yeah. And are you anyone on the left honestly going to tell me that just because Nikki Haley floated the idea, you think it wouldn't have been a good thing when Reagan was in office? Yeah, no, absolutely. I would not tell you that. I would say, look, <laughs> I if the idea if leftists are like weird about this because it's like, oh, Bernie, we want Bernie. It's like, well, I, for one, have faith that Sanders would pass a competency test no matter his age. So that's not the issue. Like. But Joe Biden, I don't think would. So I, but I also fucking hate Biden. So whatever. Like I don't, I don't care. Yeah, Back to the it's Reagan a good thing, idea though. that Nikki Haley is. It's my only problem with it is that it's Nikki Haley floating it. So I know it is not representative of any ideological value that she actually holds, and it's merely a thing about political expediency. Like that's that's the only complaint I have about it. Otherwise, I'm like, yeah, totally, I agree. Competency tests for everyone that runs for president. But if we let Reagan run the country for two uh, terms while his mind was not as competent as, say, someone else, he's a it's a figurehead. Like at that point, like everything that they wanted to get done still got done. He was just yeah. a central casting figure. So, yes, let's test the people. But let's also admit the fact that the person that you go, this is the head. This is where the buck stops. No, it didn't. There's somebody else. And doing it. the thing about. Like, even Bernie Sanders has come out. And, like, of course, Bernie Sanders is going to be like, no, we don't need yeah. this. <laughs> but one of the things that has come up, at least when I was researching this, back in 2018, there was all this hubbub because Trump came out and was like, hey, I took a competency test and I fucking nailed it. And the reaction from the left was like, hmm, yeah, but it's just a baseline test to check for signs of dementia. And it's like, great. That's great. Give every candidate of a certain age that test. 
Yeah, I think that's that's where they that's where this starts to get sticky is the idea of okay, what's on the test? Who's writing the test? Like of who's coming course. up with the test? What are the parameters of this <clears throat> test? Like, like what of, what panel of experts the, yeah. are involved? It's not a personality test, it's a competency test. Someone can be competent and shitty. It doesn't mean that they, you know, that's Yeah, but there are ways to like even, you know, you can influence the standards of a test to to like affect what kind of results you're going to get. Like And if we think about when you took your driving test, there's a certain amount of shit you're allowed to get wrong and they still give you a license, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. So I'm going to guess there's a certain amount of competency you're allowed to not have and still pass. Yeah. Like a baseline dementia test sounds like a great idea. Yeah, you know, I agree. B- but maybe there should be some more in addition. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, I written, mean, uh, obviously, but the, the issue with Trump is not the, that he had dementia. The, the issue dis- with Trump is that he's a fascist. Like, that's not the discussion anyone's having. Yeah. It's not. Oh, well, yeah, we need that. But with some parameters, it's oh, no, fuck you. You're Nikki Haley. That's a stupid idea. Yeah. And also, well, how do we know Nikki Haley isn't referring to Trump? When she says that, it's not like they are the best of friends. Oh, I no, they were and pals. The narrative is if you are running for president on the Republican side uh, in 2024, the narrative right now is that Donald Trump is going to mop the floor with you. And mm, like, is it? I mean, I that's because- what I keep saying is the idea of like, you know, DeSantis for one in particular. I think DeSantis uh, will mop the floor with Trump. He, the, I think the idea is that, you know, if De- DeSantis will start his thing and Trump, because he's a pathological narcissist who can't let anyone, you know, have any kind of uh, spotlight, he's just going to say some dumb soundbite about DeSantis and it's going to like... Manchurian candidate, all of his fucking troopers, you know, all of his like s- supporters are going to the Magalites are going to come on in their brains and they're going to and they're going to mobilize against whoever Trump wants to turn them on. Oh, no, I can ab- I can absolutely see Trump supporters like murdering Ron DeSantis. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't but gonna, see Trump it, beating DeSantis in any sort of election ever. The way DeSantis Fucking Democrats don't want to talk about it, but Ron DeSantis has fundamentally there, changed the political landscape. There are a lot Florida. of Democrats and liberals that are like normalizing his stances on things for sure. Yeah, because he doesn't uh, think the 2020 election was stolen and that makes him a moderate. Exactly. Well, that's the idea. It's Again, it's all this like partisan identity po- politic talking points where it's like, you know, image politics, I should say, not identity, but like, you know, the idea of the narrative about Trump wasn't that he's a dangerous, ultra right, you know, fascist. It's, oh, he's he's got brain problems or he's on speed or he's, you know, a, a be- orange man bad, you know. So it's like that becomes all they c- are concerned with. So then it doesn't matter. Like Satan himself, Ron DeSantis can come in and it's like, well, he's not Trump, so it's fine. And he, yeah. he's not an insurrectionist, so it's fine. Yeah. And uh, it's bleak. It's super depressing. So now um, we, should, we should talk about the Don Lemon half of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we, we never even talked about what Don Lemon said. That Sorry. was the, the yeah. So Don oh, Lemon went on his morning show that he hosts with Caitlin Collins and Poppy Harlow. Yeah, it's called Lemonade. And, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and he said 
this shit. We are going to play the audio. Ugh. This whole talk about AIDS makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google, when is a woman in her prime? It'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. Forties. Oh, I got another. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful. Poppy Harlow just turned forty. That, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you talking about prime for being president? What the facts are? Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says twenties, thirties, and forties. And I'm just saying, Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not. Not in their prime, and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime, according to Google, you know, Google or whatever it is. <laughs> Don Lemon sucks at his job so bad. It's just he sucks at being in a social scenario. Yeah, what was that? Like, also, it sounded like to me when I listened to it, he goes. Uh, I think looking at the AIDS thing is the wrong road to go down. And I then thought he immediately said AIDS. makes it about gender. Yeah. No, I thought he said AIDS oh. several <laughs> times. Several. And he says age, but I thought he was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, AIDS uh, is an uncomfortable subject, Travis. If you true. look at the uh, healthjournal.com, which, uh, you know, uh, the frequently asked question is when is a woman in her prime? And it's 28 to 45. So I did Google it. And um, that is one source that supports but, at least what Don Lemon said. The Even then, she- I would I would echo Poppy Harlow's question. What do you mean in their prime? Because that's not what Nikki Haley is saying. She's not saying, <laughs> well, Joe Biden shouldn't run for a second term because he can't have babies. Like, His mug is busted. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. But yeah, don't we? He's not don't pretty we re- anymore. But don't we refer to both genders as having a prime years? Yeah, but it's like I, I think usually when that's brought up, it's like sexual prime, and that's very much yeah. about like you know biological imperative instincts. Like it's. I do feel like that's so weird. That's what Don Lemon was referring. Referring to without realizing that's what he was referring yeah. to. Yeah. Well, and then he just the insistence to Google it. Like, yeah. Like, you're going to, he's insisting that people verify something that has no context to it. Like, he's not. And also, yeah. you are hosting a show on CNN. Don't tell me to Google it. <laughs> you have Google. researchers making more money than me each year. Yeah. Throw have up a one graph. of them Google it. And then put it on the fucking screen, Don Lemon. And nothing else. Just make a chart graph. You go, here's Prime. Uh, and here's when you're out of it. And here's yeah. when you're in it. And uh, yeah. Nikki this Haley was, off to the side. He, there's almost a moment where you feel like you can see him going, oh, no. What? Why did and I start talking? Uh, I just want to say that I think it's funny that Don Lemon adds that and 40s at the end there. Like, you can totally see him realizing that he's talking to a 40-year-old woman and is like, because he's like 20s and 30s and then, oh shit, uh, and maybe 40s, maybe 40s. Yeah. Poppy Harlow is exactly 40 years old. Caitlin Collins is 30. Don Lemon, he hasn't been back on that morning show yet, I don't think, but he's apparently hopped on a Zoom call and apologized to the women at CNN 
And I don't know. Don Lemon sucks. Well, I mean, if you're on in the morning, it's not really the prime time, is it? Well, he was. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Google it. Get him. Google it. Google it to see what Travis meant. All right. I'm just saying, if you if you look at prime time, if you Google prime time, it's not morning television. It's just not. I'm sorry <laughs> it's to say afternoon, it. It's just not. Evening, yeah. <laughs> maybe late morning. Maybe. All right. Let's talk about this last story. We have done an entire episode about Representative George Santos, who just <laughs> oh lied his way into Congress. And I still maintain he's not the problem. The people who voted for him. Oh, 100%. Are absolutely you, the problem. I nothing has me more in a mood to buy this we're living in a simulation theory than every time I see the words George Santos and then what follows. It's like the things he lied about. Like he, my mom it, died on 9/11. It's like who are you, Steve Ranazizi? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, no literally because also nothing he does is like original it's all this weird he's like if an AI isn't it he lied about being Jewish yeah <laughs> okay yeah. you get some curveballs what I'm saying <laughs> is you can't really there's nothing you can put after the words George Santos that would shock me at this point because he's like he's a, he's like you you hired it you programmed an AI bot I don't to, know, man. That feels like to, a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get me with one. <laughs> uh, can, uh, George Santos, candy cane dick. Sounds right. Sounds, okay. sounds right. <laughs> he's like he's like you programmed an AI bot to like bring life to an onion headline. Like it's fucking. He's a, I don't. He's a tulpa. He's a collection of onion headlines made into a person. Yeah. The problem is being a compulsive liar does, in fact, not bar you from taking office. In fact, I would say it qualifies you. Yeah, it's a skill. Yeah, it's a skill that will help. And so despite countless howls of protest, oh, protest! <laughs> George Santos took his seat in Congress. That's that my favorite part of Tusk. <laughs> All the oh George Santos. He took his seat in Congress, the one that the people elected him to, as the law demands. And now that he's in office, it turns out he is no less of a problem than he was when he was campaigning. Because one of his first acts in office was to co-sponsor a bill that would make the AR-15 the national gun of the United States. And when I read this, I was like, okay, but are they like being facetious? Is this like a thing meant to shame the United States? Because in that case, I could get behind it. But nope, it's just right-wingers being like, ain't the AR-15 great? Well, that's the thing, is it seems like it could be satire. It seems, it's an onion headline, literally, you know? Yes, and then- I it's an onion headline from 20 years ago. It'd be yeah. a very tame onion headline now. You're like, uh, come on, yeah. guys. You got to well, ratchet it up be, a little bit. Yeah. Now it would be a Babylon B headline, but they don't understand what makes it funny. An onion headline would be like an AR-15 was just elected to Congress. Yeah. You know? and it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. the candidate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, AR-15 successfully uh, yeah. reaches its goal on Kickstarter to fund a medical procedure for itself. Right. I think... To be fair, in this, 
it is the most American gun, I would say. Like if if I if we had to have a national gun, this this is definitely that's, in the top. That's four. why I'm so conflicted yep. about this. Because like <laughs> if AOC proposed this, I'd be like, fuck yes. That is that is a radical form of protest, but I like it. But this isn't that. This is right wingers jerking off over the gun most commonly used in <sighs> mass shootings. And here's the thing. I get it. It's not an assault rifle. That's not what AR means. And that term is actually misapplied very regularly. That doesn't mean the AR-15 should be our national gun. And it doesn't mean you should be celebrating it just because you love guns that much. So then I think we can all agree that the revolver, probably the... I'd say the 44. The 44 Magnum should be the Is American it Velvet? Gun. Mm. Mm, the Velvet Revolver should be the, the national gun. Velvet Revolver is our national Yeah, that's our national gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, vice, it's Vice National Gun. I, I'm treating this like it's an executive office. Uh, can be the Orange <laughs> 9mm, though. That's... Uh, uh, sure, nice. sure, sure. And then uh, we could we could put together a little bit of uh, horticulture and have a guns and roses department. Yes, you know mm. where we could have a national gun and a national rose. But the Sex Pistols are ineligible because they're no, they're, from the they're UK. not they were not born here. They're they not were American. Not born here. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Right. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Tracy guns. Tracy guns can be on the list. L.A. guns. <laughs> what can about be on L.A. The guns? Yeah. There's not L.A. guns. Yeah. You would think there's not a lot of those, but people forget about our gang problem. That's Thirty-eight true. special. Mm. Maybe a little loosely. too far right wing for, uh, I don't know. I think this is even, even if AOC proposed this, I would be like, it's political theater. It's meaningless. Why are we doing this? Yeah. But when the right wing does it, it's all about moving the goalposts of the discussion. Like that's all this is, is it's like, it, this is a thing that they've been doing since Reagan, but really like W was doing a lot of this kind of shit oh, man, of like. I- we're going to do like- something so crazy that you're going to be talking about whether or not, like, you know what will shut the liberals up about gun control is if we do this and make them argue about something completely separate. I think they need to go further. They need to say, like, you know, we need to replace Lincoln with an AR-15 on the $5 bill. Well, that's the like, whole let's thing. Make their, they're yeah. going to. Like, they're definitely going to do something like that at some point to move the discussion further to the right and further away from a space of, like, practical change. Imagine if we could be the first country to have a gun on our currency. Not, like, in the photo, but, like, as the main photo of the <laughs> currency. I think that ship has sailed. I think there's people holding guns in on currency, but like an actual gun being like, you know, you know, <laughs> hey, man, shoot me a five. You know, and you just like throw somebody an AR-15 bill. There's definitely a national flag somewhere that has, okay. I think, a an AK-47 on it? on it. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty sick, though. That's baller. Yeah. But that's I a won't. Russian gun. So who gives a shit about that gun? American guns. Exactly. You know, the gun we lost Vietnam with. The <laughs> exactly. AR-15. <laughs> yeah, and again, if it was satire, I could get behind it. But this is just Republicans loving guns. And we're talking elected officials here, so I will tread lightly and say, if you love mass shootings so much, go fucking marry one. <laughs> If you know what I mean, Would actually no, because they'll yeah. they'll be like, oh, I should go carry out. Well, a mass that's going to be their sure. yeah. That'll be their next talking point is that a Republican senator is going to introduce a bill to legally define marriage as between a man and a woman or a man and a gun. A gun, right? Yeah, right, right. Not a woman and a gun. That's queer. No, no, yeah, no. Women don't get those rights. 
And you can marry multiple guns. You don't have to be married to only one gun. Yeah, yeah. Thousands yeah. You can have if you want. several gun yeah. spouses. Yeah, thousands. Yeah. So my mouth hurts, and I think I'm done talking. So I think that we have reached the end of the episode, correct? I hope that's how you end every episode from now on. <laughs> it's my mouth hurts. Gonna be so how I I'm end, done <laughs> it's going to be how I ended a lot of them. I ended Trend Pony the same way. Spoiler alert, even though it doesn't come out till Friday. Uh, thank you both for doing the pod on such short notice. I appreciate Thanks for it. having me, man. Thank, yeah, anytime. Sorry about uh, derailing conversations a couple times. Nah, you're fine. You're great. Um, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? AdamTodBrown.substack.com. I'll be, now that I'm mostly recovered, I'll be back to doing that so you can pay me to write. And uh, I'm doing comedy March 10th. In Burbank at Mint on Card, which is Jeff's show at Blast from the Past on Magnolia Boulevard. Come by, steal some comics like Ray Buffer. Hell yeah. yeah. And I'm doing Zach Miller's Hemperer's Comedy Show on March 22nd in Huntington Beach, two days after my birthday. Come out. Nice. Bring me a gift. What else do we got to plug? Travis? I'd say go and listen to You Don't Even Like This Band as we continue to talk about Fleetwood Mac. Hell yeah. Um, that's been a fun thing. Uh, I have a little bit of Mick Fleetwood update. I rewatched The Running Man. <laughs> Mick Fleetwood is in that, uh, playing Mick Fleetwood in the year 2017, <laughs> which is when The Running Man takes place. It's very different than how I remember 2017, but apparently that's what it was like. Andy. I can't say that I remember much of 2017 now that I think about it. Uh, well, I would like to plug the usual stuff. Look good for the boys. We are just wrapping up season four. It's just ended. Uh, we're taking a break until the summer. And the Ghoul School has episodes coming out. I promise. I swear. I'm working on them. All right. Should we get out of here? You definitely should. All right. Let's do it. Hey, Travis, would you say goodbye? Goodbye, mateys. <laughs> Andy, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Yarr.